Hello, and welcome Joseph. to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, Joe, your Dungeon Master, for another thrilling adventure. Uh, joining me today, we have... Uh, Daniel playing Chad Fleek, and he's excited that Joe is our DM for this uh, exciting adventure. Hey, all playing Desmond. It's awesome. I'm, I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, who's going to interrupt that so we can keep moving. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Awful, and I play Tarjux. Who wants to remind us of what happened last time? God, what did we do last time? Um, we saved the the oh the cannibals, elves. yeah, yeah. Yep. the cannibals that we love so much. Sure did. We were cannibals, but are all okay with it? They're not the worst. <laughs> they were cannibals. They're only eating good. themselves. They're not eating other people. So, yeah, you know. I, I'm just disappointed we didn't meet Shia LaBeouf. Cannibalism Shia requires Shia consent. <laughs> What? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, one of the elves in the village could have been named like Shia LaBeouf or something. Yeah, something like that. Or, <laughs> with like or some weird apostrophe. Shia Buff, oh, or yeah, Buff with a, a ton of apostrophes just littered yeah. through there. But when spoken, it sounds like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so there was a village full of cannibals. We didn't know they were cannibals at the time. And they were like, hey, there's a necromancer. And we're like, oh, we can beat up a necromancer. So um, we met with the village, and then we went over to bully a necromancer. And the necromancer was like, ugh, ugh, good. They eat people. And we're like, whoa, is this true? We'll have to find out later, because first we have to bully you. Uh, So we bullied this necromancer. And I would like to take a moment and ensure all of our listeners that we tried our god damnedest to diplomacy this one he had no redeemable qualities whatsoever yeah despite this terajux tried his absolute best to make him a crew member on the teliferas i tried my god damnedest to once again i held out a hand of mercy to this cruel universe and it was bitten and it's just one more tick in the box and once i filled out my uh my card here i don't get a free smoothie i get free lightning bolts at start of every dialogue that was the last <laughs> that is guy. that is not the case that, that's the last guy that needed to be a crewman on the teleferous so. i agree we, no 100 percent. yeah we we didn't know that at the start we didn't know he was a method. serial killer <laughs> true we also did not know that you know, these people were cannibals. So really, we didn't know what to believe at that time. But good, yeah. good cannibals. But yeah, then we found out that they're moral cannibals. Yeah, we did our we did our research this time. We did yeah, the right true. thing, and then yep. we did the right thing by killing him. Yeah, and then I stopped his heart. Right? Again. Right? I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's kind of a moral gray area. Hey, but... he was a serial killer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, Chad does not believe in the death penalty. Life is fleeting. <laughs> Is life fleeting? <laughs> I mean, life is fleeting for Eric Cochran's, yeah. Yes. Life is fleeting for everyone. And it's true. Why Why cut it short? Why do you think you have the right to decide who lives and who dies? Because I'm stronger than them. That's... <laughs> because I was vested That's with the, the ability to gotten, stop hearts. Who That's... has gotten knocked out, like, doubled uh, everyone else. Yeah. This... <laughs> yeah. Like... Look, <laughs> Leyland... <laughs> Strength is not just my ability to personally cast lightning bolts. Strength is also my ability to surround myself with stalwart friends. And to personally cast fireball or something equivalent. Yeah. Yeah, like, if the friends can cast fireball, that's a plus. Um, If only. But, yeah, I mean, I'm a little bummed out still that we had to kill him because, like, God, I tried my best. But he was just a dick through and through. Yeah, irredeemable. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what it was. And I. What's to say not... if we had made him a crew member, he wouldn't have just jumped off the tiller for a set any chance. Yeah, probably. Or <laughs> slit all of our throats in our sleep and then jumped off the tiller. He'd first. have no reason to do that. Oh, well. Okay. Aside from the yeah, fact that we were killer, like. We, we yeah. prolonged his life a little bit longer. Also, we would have been like, oh, you know, we didn't let you kill those cannibals. So we'd be like, well, guess I'm going to murder you. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's a fair point. That was what happened, right? Uh, yeah, so we dumped his body in a shallow grave, much to my protest, because I wanted to throw him off the edge. That would have taken a long time. To, we'd have to transport the body. Like That's it's, the only reason we didn't. <sighs> Falrock, the entire point, the entire Aesop of last episode was about respecting the dead. <laughs> 
Right. But he has different traditions than <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. And it's about respecting different traditions. And even though my tradition of throwing dead bodies into the void to be consumed by the storm doesn't make sense to you, you should respect it. From I, one I elf from one you. elf to another, you respected him. He's dead. Like we're good. <laughs> so <laughs> Alright, cool. Baby, I'm off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, I alright, I got a pass from Leyland. We're good. <laughs> It's okay, one of my friends is an elf. <laughs> wow. Yep. Great start. Yep. <laughs> Alright, let's uh moving on. Back on the Teliferous and we are God, what were we doing? We we were we, we had gotten the artifact from this area and that's when we heard the fighting going on. Oh, that's right, and there was like, oh, there's a mysterious energy field and then I guess yeah. we probably show up back on the ship. We're like, hey, Basil, it was Necromancers. Good job. Uh, Basil is currently at the moment. He's got a potato that's roughly like three to four feet across suspended in the air <laughs> in front of him. And God, like, I forgot about the giant farm. He's yeah. peeling it by hand. <laughs> like he's just holding a peeler up to it and it's gently spinning in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he gives you a thumbs up with his other hand. I give him a thumbs up back and I say, looks delicious, carry on. Um, and you also see Ivy is uh, apparently directing about 50 pounds of dough into the shape of pie crusts with magic while simultaneously attempting to round a horse-sized pumpkin with a tape measure. I love everything that I'm seeing here. Um, uh, but yeah, they uh, Basil's like, well, that's that's excellent. It would be really unfortunate if like an army of the dead just kind of spilled out of the Great Wood and started rampaging across the countryside. Yeah, it would. Hey, so crew, um, I guess mostly the the our crew, Leyland, Falrock, Desmond, Ched, uh, but Basil, you're welcome to sit in on this if you would like, but. Um, we're having a strategy meeting. It looks like you're in the middle of some potato-related stuff, so we'll we'll go ahead and leave you to that. Yeah, he gives and you another I, thumbs up. And I gesture dramatically to the bridge, and I say, "To the bridge!" No, 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 no. And then we're in the bridge. First off, we need to assign all of our new power pips because they've been sitting idle, and it's bugging. It's really bothering me. Desmond, you get a yeah. notification that the upgrade forge is done when you sit on. <gasps> the captain's chair. My baby. What? Oh right, we put the put the stick in, right? We put the stick in. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll, claimed we'll many lives. The upgrade forge. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in the upgrade forge. Uh huh. Yeah. I like. I guess Falrock's the only one who knows how to do it. So I, I wait around, like bouncing in place. I take out the stick and see what it has become. The stick. A has... log. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a branch. It's just a larger branch. <laughs> the stick has been sort of polished and refined into a length of wood about seven inches long, with an embossed metal cap at the end that isn't. Uh, the letters T H are on the bottom. Oh yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Okay. I, I it doesn't appear to be magic at all. It's just like a nice <laughs> one. You know. It's just a fancier <laughs> stick. Okay, yeah. no, this is a thousand times better. And it's still the same thing that was struck by lightning, so. Yeah. I, I don't actually have Witch Bolt anymore, so that's uh, not necessary, not. but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a cool stick. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Maybe someday it'll be magic. It depends on how many We're times you put it back, it back in. in. An eventual wand, yeah. Please. It has okay. Imagine how I'm much cooler it would get. From what I'm gathering, it has to be already imbued with magic in order okay. to have magic properties assigned. So what I'm hearing is we need to drench this thing in the blood of a magical creature. <laughs> no. No. That's the that's how you make things magic, right? No, that's not. No. That's how you guys got made magic. That's not how. Yeah. 
Oh man, if we ever find another vial of hatchling blood, imagine what we could put it in. I think that's... You should oh, capture God. a party of adventurers and experiment on them. <laughs> no. Well, no, we should just inject it into the tree ship. Oh, no. Magnificent. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, a Tarrasque, but it's also a plant. Um, that's what I do most days. Yeah, yeah just... I was about to say. Um, you've just spoiled our end boss for this game. <laughs> <laughs> So strategy meeting, now that we're down here in the item forge. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking uh, we're pretty powered up here at this point. Obviously, there are still systems that need to be added to. But we're in a much better spot than we were like a, a month ago. We have, what, two or three spots to... I think we, we currently have five systems online because we didn't turn off the internal security when we left. Um, and we have six bars of power. So, yep. yeah. I, I've been trying to keep track of that when we actually, like, make changes to it and all. So Okay. <clears throat> so, just as a recap of who we can take missions for right now, we've got Angloria. Uh, those are the... <laughs> the mission that we beansed that i beansed i'm sorry i will take responsibility for fucking that one up still um so we're trying to find anglorious brother baron yeldrin wants us to attack the church in a more direct manner i think so that might suit our style yeah we can always check probably back a with, bit better we yeah. can always check back with braca i thought that was fun even if it didn't pay that well does did Philomena Greenbottle extend any offers to us? I can't remember. Maravaggio and the... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saving that yeah, for last. We're, we're going to cool it on that, Maravaggio. Philomena did not have any job offers for you. She's, okay. she's a professor of history, and she already has plenty yeah. of TAs. Well, I figured she might be like, oh, there's a lost artifact that I need. And we'd be like, oh, shit, now we can go into that dungeon where like the door was un inaccessible up until now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just locked and it's like oh you can't pick this lock mm -hmm. um i so... personally would be up for attacking the true church although i kind of wish like we had like saskia's like head to mount on something yeah. as we like rain down fire hell yes. fortress. i mean we could always like i can impersonate her voice so we could just get on the loudspeaker and be like blah 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 i'm saskia you are not worthy like I'm wondering if during these hit and runs thing, we try to just sow chaos in addition to, you know, death. Like, is there, are there ways where we could try to convince the church that they've got like a splinter group inside that's also fucking shit up? So they're like, oh, we got to do an internal inquisition. <clears throat> So then maybe not use the tree ship to actually attack. I don't know. It's or, I, don't, I don't think they're going to have a splinter group that also has a tree ship. Yeah. We could also go to a different continent and start fresh and start, you know, from square one of screwing things up. Balrock <laughs> has to get married. Yeah, we can't we go can that come far. Back. How, how long is left on the old wedding timer? Four months, two days. You've got plenty of time. So and my worry like is there just at least like, a week in advance, just, you know, so I'm not showing up the day of, like, yo, so what are we doing? We don't even know how long it would take to reach a new continent. But I know the who would. The ship isn't that fast. Well, we were going to upgrade pips, right? I was going to put them in speed if nobody had any better ideas. <clears throat> Probably a good idea. Yeah, so both pips and speed are I mean, <laughs> literally, if we're getting walked down by a super being, we, we, need, to, we need to be yeah. faster. I would agree. I'm so it's, that's literally half of our power to engines, but yeah, I, I, I mean we're, we're literally a uh, a ship, though. I mean that's most of what we do. Yeah. Okay. Any? I mean, so are there any other like auxiliary systems we need to be running? Because I know we've got like the garden, and I know we've got upgrade forge. I also have... would like to point out, and you may, you guys may have done this already, because um, I. I still have one recording left to do, but I think I don't think you've put the social planner into the mythol yet. No. Yeah, we haven't. Um, now that it's it's been like a day or two since we've obtained it, right? right. Yeah. And 
Uh, Fall Rock would tell us if there were new entries in it, I assume. I, I checked the planner and see if there are new entries. There is a new entry. It okay. details a uh, gala being held at uh, the, the Autumn Court in general. Like, there's no specific name attached to it. Hmm. They're like directions? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we just crash the court and be like, hey, that, 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 could be, that could be fun. That could be hilarious. I mean, you, um, have, you have contacts in the Fae. We do. We could get an invite from Lady Blossom. We have contacts. We don't really know how to con. She contacts us. Like, we, we don't. I think it works both ways. We have the flower now. We're fine. Yeah, we go up to the flower and we just yell at it. Hey, we want invites. <laughs> Yo, heard there's a party. We want to get turned. <laughs> but we also want to come home. <laughs> In one piece and right. uh, uh, not cursed. Is, uh, is this fairy cocaine freely given? <laughs> <laughs> so my thinking is this is a lesser fey item compared to the Urkel Circle. Yes. So if we toss this bad boy in and it's okay, we toss the Urkel Circle in. Yes. It's okay. Let's do I'm it. I'm really surprised that you're the one suggesting it, but I'm totally down for it. Let's if do you, it. I am the only person that was not suggesting it last time. Yes. <laughs> I didn't and think I, I made idea. sure that we did not do it before you did something regrettable last time. Uh, I agree that this book is too obscure to give us like immediate tactical advantage. Um, I think it's interesting, but we're not enmeshed in the fake courts enough to really make use of it. And it also seems like it's not particularly, like... It's very vague. Like, it's not, I don't think... Yeah, yeah it's not going to help us. I mean, we've skimmed through it. I didn't see any juicy secrets in there. You couldn't read it. Well, someone skimmed through it, and I don't remember... <laughs> I still couldn't see it, yeah. I, I say we toss it in, because if, then if we can toss the Urkel circle in. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Launch. Like, we're going to... Look, juice. We're gonna juice this thing up. You gain an you... additional power pip. Holy Be... shit! And nothing happened. Nothing, nothing bad. Okay. Eyes sprout. We wait an hour. Surface. <laughs> go check uh, your. Go check your comms to make sure it didn't like. Add yeah, it doesn't cat. like immediately start transmitting to the fan row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not like collect calling this. This <laughs> like. So you're on the party line. <laughs> Just get a bill from the autumn court six months from now for all of your souls. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, yeah, so I do go like skim the systems and make sure everything is still working. Everything appears just fine. Do we get a. All right, are we uh, going to do it? Do we have a precognitive targeting interface on our weapons now because <laughs> we have a scrying? No. I don't. Okay. Um, All right. Are we going to do it? I think it's time to do it. Doing it. We're doing it. All right. <laughs> Urkel, that circle. Only, only fall I rock. I want to point out that I, uh, I have made one correct decision in the past, like, seven campaigns meetings. <laughs> and that was to use the hammer on Sasia's arm and to hammer the, the incoming bomb. That and that's good. it. It's well, everything we're, else we're, that I have tried to do has gone horribly three, wrong. Three for three. Let's we'll, we'll just keep it up. It's a streak. All right. I'm putting the Oracle <laughs> Circle in the engine. Oh, God. There is... So there's a little bit of, like... It's not resistance per se, but it takes a little more effort than normal to insert the the crown <laughs> into... I oh, almost it's almost it. like it had its mind of its own that it didn't let <laughs> extinguished. It's it's like the air is a little bit thicker as you're trying to put the, the crown into the mythal. Gross. Um, there is a flash of light. You actually... So normally when you add an item to the mythal, it instantly dissipates it. You can yeah. actually see the crown disintegrate in the heart of the... in the heart of the mythal this time. Does, oh. it, does it make screams? No. <laughs> Um, Does it suffer? There is a shutter that runs the length of 
teliferous, and then oh boy. a truly blinding amount of green sap magic energy kind of courses through the veins, and you receive four power bars. Oh, hey! So we're at seven free right now, yeah? Just curious. What would have happened if I put it on now that, that... No, I'm you no. you have chosen not to not to take Open that, that path. door. Yeah. Oh a contingency plan and then we didn't use it. Given that we had we just got four bars of power, I think your body would have exploded. <laughs> That's true. So we have seven slots to use. We have six, unless we turn off the internal we had, security. We had the two previous, right? So No, no, no. I, we have 11 system bars. We have oh. five online. Two in the okay, engine, okay. one in the forge, one in the anti-scrying shield, one in the internal security system. And one in the other shield, right? No, we don't have the physical shields on right now. Oh, okay. we're not under I don't think we only turn those on if we're. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a point of note. They're not. They're not physical shields. They're elemental shields. Elemental shields. Yes. Right. The the ray shields. Yeah. We we got the teleport shields. We got the ray shield. We need to get the physical shields. Are there any other systems that unlock now that we're past ten? Uh, there probably are, but I haven't written those yet. <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting you to put the crown in. Yeah. I was expecting... Expect the unexpected. There's, there's, been a, there's been at least a little bit of... I'm pretty I'm sure we haven't done anything black. unexpected so far today. <laughs> no. Well, no, I guess you're guaranteed that we're going to yak that a little bit. Yeah. 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 Speaking <clears throat> of which, um, as, as this is happening, uh, Desmond, you... Get a little intruder alert ping. Uh-oh. I roll my eyes. Deploy the bees! <laughs> yeah, online. Do, do I get in a direction of where it's from? or do the I top. Need to look? They're at the top of the tree. Okay. To the top of the tree, and we've got an intruder. It's definitely going to be the guy who's like, I'm looking for my crown. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. All right. We need to, we need to go uh, unleash the bees. Or at least have the bees with us. Well, the <laughs> internal security systems won't activate until intruders actually enter the ship. Okay. okay. What is it just like outside knocking on the door? They're they're up in the canopy. Okay. Oh, so they're not like within mm. the tree yet. They're no. just on the tree. Yeah. They're in the the bear storage area of the, the ship. The observation deck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go running up the stairs. Up we go. Yeah. Basically, the only place you would have to knock. I ready my siege bow as I go upstairs. I ready a winning smile. I cast Shillelagh. Okay. Uh, after running up, like, a whole bunch of stairs, <laughs> you arrive at the canopy of the tree ship where you see uh, eight Aarakocra kind of confusedly poking around the tree. Like, what is this? It, it's... This is not supposed to be here. We've never seen a tree like this before. My eyes are <laughs> I um. there's there's like a little sound for just <laughs> just a, a note of pure childlike joy. Hey, it's Juxmas you know all yeah. over. It, um, it's a Juxmas miracle. <laughs> it's a surprise. Um, so I. I'm so pleased. Ched, uh, Ched approaches them and on, on the way, like, squawks, uh, good morrow, <laughs> brethren. The Aarakocran are even more confused to find <laughs> one of their own aboard this mystery tree that is not supposed to be here. Um, and I, really... I, give them, uh, I give them the traditional Aarakocran bow. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh what language? What, what is, is the traditional Air Cochran bow? It is it is like a normal humanoid bow, but with a wing flourish. It's, it's a, a rad loop. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's a triple a triple three hundred and sixty degree loop with a slight <laughs> back twist. No, it's just a bow. <laughs> Is, what are what language do Air Cochrans? Is there like Air as a language, or yes. are they speaking yeah. Oren? 
They know Air Cochran, Oren, and Common. Okay. So you can talk to him too. Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna greet them in Oren. Player to I'm player. A, I'm a pretentious dick, but I mean you can. Yeah. And I do. And I give a Juxian bow, granted I'm further down, but um God, I'm very tempted to burn a spell on flight here. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, you know so, what? Yeah, it'll make a good impression, oh right? Oh my god. No. Do level? it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a third level spell. Uh, so I... They're I just go, confused right now. They're going to be even more confused. I go billowing up into the air, borne aloft by the winds themselves, uh, so I can alight gently next to them and offer a Juxian bow and a winning smile. Four of them drop back and pull slings on you. I was gonna say roll for initiative. <laughs> this is this is common. Um, I try and <clears throat> try and uh, calm them. You know, put my hands out. Hey, hey, it's okay, guys. We're friends. Um, I'm I'm from the homeland. Well met, uh, noble creatures of the sky. It is an honor hey, to have you here. Please, and I say in Eric Cochran, <laughs> excuse this madman. He is <laughs> he is quirky. He means no harm. He's just obsessed with flight. Um, <laughs> air, you know, uh, air elementals, you know, uh, all that, all that, anything that, that has to do with flight, he is obsessed with. So, you know, just kind of humor him a little bit, but don't, don't let him, don't let him, uh, pull you too far. Uh, the, the ones with slings lower their weapons and sort of tuck them back into their, to their sashes. And one of them steps forward, um, who is wearing sort of... So Eric Cochran armor tends to be made of, like, linked panels of wood. Oh, that's like cool. lightweight wood. Um, this one has the insignia of the captain sort of burned into his his breastplate. Uh, he steps forward and, and says, We... What are you... What are you doing out here? We haven't... Um, there hasn't been any reports of anyone leaving Cloudtop recently. Oh yeah, that was. <clears throat> you might you might want to have to look back in the records just a little bit. I, I left a, a little while ago. Squints his eyes. He says, "Ched Fleek." Mm, uh, maybe. Hey Ched, wants, do you know these guys? Wants to, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> you don't. Uh, you don't know these people. Um, outside of the fact that they are Aracocra. No, I was asking them. Oh yeah, uh, he he gives you like the um, the basic salute, and he says, "I am Gri Helfa. Uh, we were sent on a scouting party. Well, not a scouting party per se. We were sent to consult with the elders in. Oh, take a minute. Uh, give me a second to pull up my notes here. Cannibal Forest. No, nope, that's not the one. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're not the elves. Okay." Uh, we were sent to consult with the elders in Sunset Sky over a series of portents that our our seers have been experiencing. Um, yeah, that sounds real interesting, man. <laughs> Ched, don't be rude. Invite <laughs> them in for some lunch. Uh, Ched, Ched returns the the salute. We've uh, got pies ready downstairs. <laughs> Do you guys have? Uh, much further to go. If you're looking for a rest, we've we've got some uh, lodgings here and some food. You guys can you know rest your your weary wings if you want. He, um, he we also have a cleric if they're hurt. He kind of cut, you can't understand this conversation. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like adding on random things. I'm like maybe like maybe they'd like to roost over here. We've got a cleric. Leyland could probably help somehow. He what? he kind of cuts you off in the middle of your <laughs> of your offer, and he says, "We appreciate it, but we need to return to Cloudtop with all haste. We believe that there will be an incursion of of the living Earth within the week." Oh God! Okay, how how big an incursion, and how do you know? The largest we have ever seen. Oh God! Oh. Does Ched's feathers get all like bristly or anything, or? 
Like, would I would I have any idea that this is bad news, or am I just like? like well, he put his hand to his forehead and went, "Oh God." <laughs> yeah, we understood that part. <laughs> what is it, um, Chad? Is your brother sick? <laughs> Whoa, we're not all brothers. I didn't. I didn't imply that this guy was your brother. I implied that this guy is bringing you grave news about your brother. God. Um. <laughs> all right. If if you. Captain, I didn't catch your name. Maybe if you guys didn't immediately assume all humans are being racist, they wouldn't all be so racist. Captain Helfa, Captain Helfa, for the for the sake of my own sanity, can we can we speak in the common tongue? Very well. His okay. accent is very like clipped. So. Uh, if if you have any if you if there's something that you you don't know the word for just let me know but uh, <laughs> please please inform the rest of my uh, compatriots what you just told me. He turns to regard the rest of the party. Terjex, who I assume is like dancing in place, yeah, just like foot to foot, but like in the air, right, <laughs> floating about a foot off the ground. Just doing. I'm doing like a little jig. Desmond, who is presumably like hands behind the back captain of the ship. No, it's like he's picking his nose. Yeah. So. He's got one hand behind his back and he's picking his nose with the other hand. Right, parade rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Falrock and Leolin just kind of lurking. <laughs> Standing there. Arms crossed, but like non-threatening. Like, what... What is going on here? Standing there, Leyland has a. I just realized I still have my crossbow out, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shoot, better put this away. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, we're not. We're not Sorry, just okay. Instant habits, you know. <laughs> uh, so he turns to you and he says, uh, "Greetings, I am Captain Grihelfa of the Cloudtop Airy. I was sent by the chief to consult with the elders." at the Sunset Sky area in Sildal regarding a series of portents that our seers have had recently of uh, terrible things to come. And the elders confirmed that several of our oldest prophecies are coming to pass and that the greatest incursion of... And he like he doesn't have the common word for, for what the Eric Cochran referred to as the living earth or living stone. So he kind of turns to Ched... He's like, what, how would you call this in, in the common tongue? What, what again? The, the living earth, earth. basically living like earth. Earth, um, earth elementals, etc. Yes. Yes. So I, yeah, I translate it for him. I mean, I say he means earth elementals. Oh, neat. Uh, and he, he no. turns back. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. And says, oh. these have long been our, our ancestral enemies. They periodically attempt to dislodge our Ares from the mountains. Oh, less and neat. This is, according to the portents, going to be the greatest battle our kind has ever faced. Well, that sounds... Well, how about our newly upgraded tree ship to help you out? That sounds dire. Um... He tilts his head to one side. It's a very bird-like gesture. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be remiss if um, I didn't come home to defend the cloud top do you do you know when they're gonna be when they're gonna arrive our sources say we have probably less than a week okay how far is the cloud top from here you guys are currently sitting outside the greatwood on the southern border where is the cloud top it's in the marbled mountains next to jucks Yes. Mm-hmm. So we got a bit of a hike. Yeah. Uh, probably we... it's well with your with your current engine speed, it'd probably take you three or four days to get there. Oh, we could trim that in half. Easy. Uh, that said, is that straight shot or detouring around Aldraxia? Aldroxia's power base doesn't really reach this far. Well, Aldrox's power base. Aldroxia is the continent. Aldrox is the kingdom. Yeah, that's the worst part about them, is they are just, like, pompous bastards. 
we, yes. we would just be going kind of in between the Eversea and Aldrax, like okay, yeah, that gap area there. I mean, hey, like if we're boosting the engines, we've got enough time to swing by the Abbey of the Eversea and pick up like a, a army of monks to bring along. Yeah, he, uh, Captain Captain Greed looks at you and says, "Can monks of the Eversea fly?" <laughs> Do they? Aren't we fighting Earth elementals? Chad, I'm confused. <laughs> um, some Earth elementals, I guess, can fly. Anyway, I think he means that they wouldn't be able to get to the homeland. I don't think he realizes that our tree here can fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, right. hey, Our tree landed. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah you guys should, are yeah, parked. Probably, we should probably start making uh, progress ca- now. Captain, Captain, uh, we, we're going to accompany you. We're going to help you. At least I'm going to help you defend the homeland, um, and I, I'm hoping that I, I won't uh, I won't be alone in this. Um, but we can get there a lot sooner than you guys can, just um, flying normally. So you're welcome to join us. I I invite them as guests of the of our ship, and then I pull Ched to the side, and I'm kind of like. Do do we need to build them a nest or <laughs> or what, what what do we do here? Man? I mean, yeah, they can yeah, the, they can the kind of canopy. They can, yeah, they can either <laughs> just nest in the canopy or they can basically just sit down and that's their resting position. I come up beside wow. Desmond and I have an abacus and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like um, Captain, our bird seed stores are not going to be uh, sufficient. Winter, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dipping into the reserves. Uh, it's imperative that we make a resupply stop soon. <laughs> we do need to land and re- recheck before we leave, though. Because we haven't uh, been down on the ground in a while, have we? We're landed You, you are right currently now. on the ground. Oh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're on the ground. ground. Yeah. So I vote that we kick this thing in the air and start flying immediately, and then we'll figure out the details as we go. Well, we need to decide down. how many pips we want to put in speed. Well, we could do that while we're flying. It doesn't turn off sure. the engines. Right. So... Okay question about our elemental shields are they going to be able is to earth considered an earth element <laughs> typically the primary form of attack by earth elementals is like thrown objects yeah earth no, not gonna work <laughs> yeah, so no no <laughs> damn it all right i go downstairs and i lift the tree ship up dramatically into the clouds all of the all the air cochrane like immediately fly away and startle <laughs> before realizing that this is probably what you meant by faster transport, and then they kind of, they roost again. And then I angle us towards the distant marbled mountains and set it to autopilot. Okay. Yep. Chet is like um, low-key a little disturbed at how, he forgot at how bird-like Eric Cochran's actually were. He's, he spent so much time yeah. with humans. Yeah. Like, Let's say, how long Eric has Cochran. it been How long has it been since you saw an Eric Cochran? Well, it's been like he, 20% of his life. He's yeah. like lost a lot of those mannerisms. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been away for a good portion of my life, so it's just a little funny for him. So you take off at your leisurely 10-mile-an-hour putt-putt-putt. <laughs> Yeah, we need to actually start putting the Agreed. power bars in. That's Desmond's role. Just, just all of it in speed, right? Oh just my god. Oh my. Put more pips in speed. No shit. I, I would say two for now. I want to save some of those for um, longevity if we are intending to continent hop. Yeah, and I, for your reference, the there, are, ones, right? there are only, like, it's a maximum of five, five speed upgrades at the moment. Oh, well then maybe we should just max it out. But can we transfer those, or is that permanent? No, that's, they're that's locked permanent. in. Yeah, once yeah, you once, once we... you upgrade a system, that okay. upgrade is permanent. Actually, but... here's a question for Desmond: What weapon upgrades are available? What weapon upgrades? There are upgrades available for the weapon systems in terms of uh, number of number of targets. Um, just straight damage upgrades. There is one for uh, range. Okay. And then there is a whole like there's a separate sub menu of upgrades, and each each kind of one has a party member's face next to it. 
<laughs> well, we would have <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. What? Because we, we all have... Remember, the weapons are different from... from right. Uh, yeah. But, like... Okay. So, like, what what is uh, Leyland's sub-menu look like? Uh, it's currently locked out. Oh. Oh, like, they have to be in the... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm thinking if we're going to get into a scuffle where we don't have shields, uh, Teliferous either needs to be able to hold its own in a heavyweight fight, or we need to have crazy range and just, like, park this thing up in the clouds and AC-130 it. So maybe locking out all our points into speed right now isn't the let's ideal put in two. Let's put two into speed and two into longevity. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Well, should we do them in increments just so we know like what we get first before? <laughs> you want to know what you're you want to know what you're paying for? Yeah, because yeah, like, maybe the longevity one and then see like... see what happens and then see yeah, if the longevity one is. bumps us up to like two months, maybe it's not necessary to use two. Okay. Well, well, the speed. I think we're gonna do two no matter what. But let's yeah. go ahead and just put yeah. one in longevity and see what happens. All right. Okay. Five power <laughs> when the engine is operating then. Uh, so you put the two points into speed, and you like there's an immediate kickback on the ship because <laughs> Terrajux had the throttle all the way open. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah. So everybody like slides a couple feet back as <laughs> as the ship accelerates to a much much faster clip. Um, it's it's like thirty miles an hour now. More more speed, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm speed, Captain. <laughs> or what's our Max it out. I want to rev this thing. <laughs> With one point into uh, airtime, you feel that, or you you would guess that you'd have probably about two weeks worth of of time in the air before you have to set down. Mm. I, don't, I don't think. What was it before? Sure. It was about a week. Seven days. Oh. Yeah. Wow. We doubled it. Awesome. It was a good point. Yeah. So do we think it's going to double again or go up the same increment? I'm betting it's the, same, go up the increment. same increment. Yeah. So let's hold off on putting the other point in longevity until we get to Jux and we can go over the tectomancers, tech, okay. tectologists, tectologies, uh, like charts and see what the distances are actually like because I have no idea. I, like I don't know if this is going to be a two-month journey or like a three-day journey. Yeah. And now that we yes. know top speed, we can sort of suss that out. Okay, um, onward towards the Marbled Mountains. Right, so uh, after you have kind of reached cruising speed, Captain Gree um, sort of sends two of his his crew away with messages, um, and he, he tells Ched that he's basically sent them to intercept other flights of Arakakra to kind of meet the tree ship. Oh, yes! On the way, so that they can You're rest. like an army of aircockers. Oh my yeah. god, we're an aircraft carrier now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. This is the best. Uh, this way, they'll be rested when they arrive at Cloudtop, and they'll also get there faster. God, it's like having a glider core, except better. <laughs> except it's, it's actual flight instead of gliding. Yeah. It's like a thousand times better. Okay, so what can we be doing to prep along the way? Uh, Farrakh, I was actually serious about the Abbey. Do you, like, are there monks there that we could recruit for a battle against great evil? Or are you, like, you don't really have that kind of pull there, do you? I don't think I've got that okay. kind of pull. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some volunteer, I'm but... I'm not really sure we want to just pop over the tree ship there, because... Yeah, that might implicate them in the true church stuff. You're right. Um, uh, so we've also got a fully decked out communication suite. Um, if there's anyone that we want to contact about this, we but can I get also, the iconoclast. I don't know that they'd give a shit, honestly. Probably not. But I think it'd be good We're to ask them for like strategic advice. Mm -hmm. Like maybe we can be like, "Hey, how do you beat Earth elementals?" They're like, "Oh, you just throw salt on them." And we're like, "Oh, that's good." The Eric Cochran would be able to help us out with that too, since this is one of their. Sure, but there the, might be like, like legendary lost... enemies. Yeah, but there might be like lost lore in the realms of the elves, or like something the dwarves would know, 
Like dwarves. Dwarves versus earth elementals, my money is on the dwarves. Um so maybe there's something like the scrivener would know. Hammer or... and chisel. That's yeah. All it is. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you just just go at it. Yeah. They're like Have you tried a bigger hammer? Yeah, have you tried crushing <laughs> damage? Have you tried blunt weapons? Um my other point was going to be I would also be okay offering this service to the captain if he has someone that he needs to contact extreme distance. Yeah. Um is that so? Uh, the the magics of Teliferous can reach nigh any corner of the continent so long as you know the recipient, I think. <clears throat> he he follows you up to the to the comms room. Yeah. And I, I take the rock off that I have sitting on the broadcast all button. <laughs> um, and then I, I sort of know how it works, right? Like, For the most part. I, I know how to send a sending message, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so I show him, and then I'm on standby there in case the ship is like, no, it has to be someone with hatchling blood. No, he is able to send out a message and... Um... You don't, like, he just jabbers away in Aarakocran yeah. for a couple of minutes. <laughs> this is True Church Operative 13. I am the Lord. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Um, and then, gosh, is there any other, like... I don't know, so... We don't really have a lot of friends, so I don't know who no, we No, we really don't. But I am going to start getting in touch with... Um, some iconoclast people. Uh, primarily, I think, and Gloria seems pretty up to date on the stuff, so I'm going to get into Maybe. her first Viz, on the Sending Viz Stone. is my next, yeah. Um, so, and Gloria first on the Sending Stone. I want to fill her in on a little bit of the details. I don't think she needs to know, like, the full gist of the Eric Cochran's ancestral enemy, but essentially, like, hey, um, we are helping out some Aarakocrans with a matter. We're headed back towards the Marble Mountains. Um, is there any, like, airspace hazards we need to be aware of on our way? Like, essentially, I want to get an update from her on, like, are there any True Church bases we should be avoiding? Or, like... We'll blow them up on the way. Yeah, we could, also. So, basically, I'm filling her in on, like, where we are and what we're doing, because we've been off the scopes for a little bit. Um, quite literally, because we are a stealth ship. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. Mostly. And Some Gloria been able to... tells you that, well, of course, there are going to be true church operatives in, in like, the Jux region. Yeah. Um, there aren't any sort of on your direct route, other than anyone who might be watching the tradeway uh, into Jux proper. Right. Ooh, um, ask her if there's any known uh, Eric Cochran true church like that are you know. <laughs> I just like to saying. Think, I like to think that I do this while like looking at the Eric Cochran on the other side of the room using the comms array. I'm like, hey, Gloria, <laughs> <laughs> have there ever been any Eric Cochran true church members? None that we've ever seen. Cool. Um. If you never hear from us again, there are. There are. <laughs> I mean, no, wow, not necessarily. <laughs> Maybe we just got slammed by some rocks. <laughs> or we, yeah, or we got slammed by rocks. I do explain, like, we're fighting some Earth Elementals, probably. I'm still not sure how I feel about this. I haven't had anyone to talk to, so... I uh... <laughs> <laughs> just really want somebody to love me. <laughs> I, I really can't talk to the group about this, um... It's, they wouldn't really. They wouldn't understand. They really wouldn't. Um, and I don't know why I'm telling you this because uh, you know she's, she's I feel like you probably don't get it either. But uh, here we you. are, and here I'm talking on the stone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyone in the Iconic class maybe a good one to ring up about this. We're we're just trying to get some info or a little strategic edge, any kind of prep stuff. Our usual strategy of just going in there, slinging lightning bolts, notwithstanding. I feel like this is going to be a bit of a scuffle. She says, we don't really have anybody free at the moment, unfortunately. I'm Also, to be frank, the, the state of the Aarakocran Ares isn't 
of terrible importance to the iconoclasts as a rule, since they are not involved yeah. with the true church struggle. I meant more in like the the information side of things. Like, would the Scrivener know anything about Earth Elementals, or I'm sure he'd have get... some sort of lore he could he could bestow upon you with that in that regard. But generally, the dwarves try to stay out of the way of denizens of the elemental plane of Earth, as they should. Right. Anyways, okay. Um, thanks for the help. Just wanted to let you know. Good hearing from you. Stay safe. She, Bye. Uh, click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... You hear the, the sending stone on her and click off before you hang up. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I guess I'll shoot off a quick sending message to the Scrivener and be like, Teliferous battling Earth Elementals... Weaknesses? Question mark. Tips? Advice? Comma comma. Aracocra? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you have would be helpful. Love to hear your input. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Love you. Bye. Um. <laughs> Juxy and bow. <laughs> there's there's a a moment. A moment's delay before you get a response, and it's like uh, Earth elementals typically weak to lightning. And then rest of message. <laughs> what question mark? <laughs> Do we have any sending messages left today, or did the Aracocra use them all? I you you probably have like one more. Okay, make it count. I'm not helping you. <laughs> yeah. I explain again, uh, Teliferous, en route to Marbled Mountains, assisting Aarakocra with Earth Elementals, uh, heavy battle expected, um, stand by for results in a couple <laughs> days. Thank you for your help. Maybe bye forever. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yeah, just, that's how we should really sign all of our correspondence, just maybe bye forever. <laughs> That's that's a long ending there. You got to be real brief. Make it an acronym. Words. Yeah, same, maybe same MBF. Same feel, but in an acronym. <laughs> um. Okay, so weak to lightning. Now that's interesting. Wow, where can we get some if only lightning <laughs> magic? Lightning, lightning! My kingdom for a lightning bolt. <laughs> That's so funny because I thought it was going to be the opposite. What did they be weak to like water? More no, that they'd be immune to lightning. Oh, <laughs> I guess I was doing Pokemon typing. Kind of I'm not I really thinking. sure. Yeah, that's more of a ground thing. But I guess they do have like a ice ground overlap is... is pretty big. Quote me on this. I still think having ground and rock as different <sighs> types is dumb. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> okay, so I return to the group. I relay some info. I tell them that uh, Angloria sounds well and that the Scrivener is doing all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you spend a long time talking about Angloria. I I do. I like. I, I worry about her. You know, the tone of her voice <laughs> almost made her sound interested. Right. In <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I think there's like. Tarjax knows she's not a chosen of the storm anymore, but it's like, but she could have been. And that curiosity, he doesn't know what to do with it. Well, it's more like bittersweet, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because it's like, there was almost someone in the world who understood the clusterfuck that he has been thrown into. But then, nope. Nope. Anyways, um, that pie sure smells good. Yeah, Everything's at this point here. At this point, there's the smell of like pumpkin pie wafting up from Basil and Ivy. Well, the lawn in front of Basil and Ivy's cottage because <laughs> they couldn't fit the pumpkin in their house. <laughs> what do you mean the pumpkin is a second house? Maybe, maybe once maybe. they're done with it, we just drop it somewhere. It's a vacation home now. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So are the vegetables still growing at unusual size after they've been harvested, or was this like a one-time? There are so their garden is definitely like the plants are bigger than they were before, but they seem to have cut things back to a reasonable, okay. a reasonable so spot. They're still getting some prize-winning gourds out of it, but not. It's likely, yes. Okay. God, that's we're gonna take them to like Jux or somewhere to enter them into some. Yeah, we'll have a whole season arc of the party going to like different Grange displays, (laughs) and we'll just make a killing because, like, we've got incredible magics and like hydroponic grow beds and the true church infiltrates a local harvest festival. We'll just smoke these random backwater farmers. They'll be like, oh, I ain't never seen a gourd that big. We'll be like, yeah, you sure haven't. Give us that blue ribbon, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're good people. (laughs) Yeah, we're the good guys. Yeah. I I don't know. Sure. After about a day or so, you come to the, the southern edge of the Marbled Mountains, and the tree ship the uh, Teliferous is easily able to, like, navigate between them. The peaks are about on a level with how high you can take the ship. Yeah. I ask the captain, um, the Aarakocra, I assume also, like, some more flocks have landed Yeah, on so them. as you've been flying, like, you'll you'll be flying ahead, and there'll be a, f- a flock of Aarakocra ahead of you that will just kind of land as you pass underneath them. Right, right. Um... So I guess my question to him then is like, is there a particular valley I need to travel through? Or like, I'm asking him for the best route, basically. Because um, obviously he knows the the winds and the eddies and the dead zones and the like, the aerodynamic profile of this mountain range much better than I do. Sure, but that's not super relevant when you're flying a tree. <laughs> I'm just saying, again, I don't want to like, get us blown by a random strong gust into the side of a wall and just rip off half of the uh, you base. Would, wouldn't you be able to pilot out of that? Uh, probably, but the like it's like learning Kung Fu. When you have mastered Kung Fu, you no longer need to use it. And when you have mastered daring feats of piloty, the most daring feat is to ensure that you don't have to tumble the tree ship sideways out of the way of a rocky crag. Unless it'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. He he basically just tells you to keep <laughs> flying north. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you're no help. I'll just use my complete mastery of the wind instead. <laughs> <laughs> he, he snorts like he's had a day yeah. to get to know you guys. But I I do use the 100 foot bubble of absolute control over the wind too. I thought it was 10 feet. No, it is huge. I think the um, the rain might be like 10 feet, but the um, Sorcerer's Soul uh, wind control is a 100-foot radius. Oh, fancy. Yeah, so I have a large bubble of influence. Okay. Uh, yeah, you continue, you continue flying until eventually you see uh, sort of like a lot of wooden structures that are kind of built around the tops of the mountains. Oh, okay. And so there's like a little, it's not quite a valley. It's more like a series of smaller mountains that have been kind of filed away at and crags in between them that sort of uh, have been, have been had their kind of tops removed. Right. Can we park the Teliferous on a mountain? We don't have sure, to. We have two weeks. <laughs> I guess that's true, too. Also, yeah, I, I tried to... And... I mean, did we fully replenish our airtime? And didn't it take a few days to get here? It's taken about a day and a half for you to get here. Oh. Two weeks. Yeah, like, we can transit the continent so fast now. We could start a courier business. Yes, we're going to use a... <laughs> we're going to use... We're going to use a warship. We're going to use it to... Shoot it at people's houses. Look, I don't see any reason you couldn't use a nuclear submarine stolen from the elves as a mail delivery service. <laughs> of course you don't. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Am I able to land this thing, or does it just need to hover like next to a dock? You could probably find a reasonably flat peak to land on. Um, so what you're what you're looking at basically is you you fly around a mountain, and before you opens up, I I want you to think about like a a Minecraft village that spawned in a really bad place. Oh, yeah. So all the buildings are, like, on the top of stone pillars without any... Right, because they, connect- they don't need, like, walks. Right, uh. and there's no there's no connecting pathways or bridges or anything, because Eric Cochran can fly. Yeah. yeah. So most of us aren't going to be really getting off the tree ship, I feel Actually, like. Actually, this is something I've wanted to ask Ched for a while now, but now seems like a good time to bring it up. What happens to Eric Cochran's in Eric Cochran's society that can't fly? Like from injury or feather mites, what do you do with I mean, them? They're basically invalids. Yeah. Uh, what do you, okay? Well, what do you do with your invalids? I'm curious. Well, if they're, I mean, if it's debilitating, it. I don't. Let's not. Oh. Let's not get into the, the depressing, <laughs> the depressing life it is for an Eric Cochran to have their wings clipped. I mean, it's depressing to not have wings to begin with as well. Trust me. Yeah, and then to lose them. Yeah, that sounds much worse. I agree. They go anyway, to the bottom of the mountain they and they have up, to make their way back up. If... They take up crafts. Oh, for, for your they make They make clothes. They make armor. They if they, they if they weren't craft focused before, they become craft focused. They're Let's also see. ferried to Sunset Sky. Airy in Saldal, which is kind of where it's like the retirement home for Eric Cochran. Wow, that's a really long ways away. It is. <laughs> Sent why, to a farm upstate. Why didn't they set it up in like Jux? <laughs> uh, because Eric Cochran Aries are only in mountains, and Jux is relatively flat. Ah, uh, well, it is said that the towers of Jux tower like a mountain. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I, I think we could build a mountain. This is an entirely different conversation. <laughs> yeah. we'll just take I'm getting closer to home, so the patriotic blood is starting to rise. <laughs> of course it is. My, my patriotism is literally proportional to how close I am to the Emperor of Jux. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on the other side of the continent, it's like, yeah, maybe there's some systemic problems with Jux, but... Now that I'm right on the doorstep, nope. So, uh, do you so land the ship, like... or...? Well, it sounds like if I land the ship, then all of us are not going to be able to get anywhere. So, maybe I should stick around on board as, like, a taxi service? It's I, Ched, is there someone we need to meet with? Uh, obviously... We are creating a ruckus by having this giant flying tree here. I can see these birds flapping around. Yeah, there's panicked. as you get closer, pretty much <laughs> the entire area is now like circling the tree. Yeah, and I've had to creep down the throttle so I don't like catch one in the you engine. You don't paste any <laughs> any Eric Cochran. Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> suck him into the turbo fan. <laughs> <laughs> we we should probably wait for a welcoming party. Oh, okay, that's easier. Well, let's just uh, let all our birds free and have them go get them. Yeah. <laughs> all wings, take off! Well, that's the other thing is uh, once you were kind of within sight, most of the, the Eric Cochran that were actually sitting on the Teliferous have have left and have gone to yeah, kind of join their family. So they're all, like, they're part of the circling birds is, like, familial greetings, etc., etc. Yeah. Because they've been away for a while. Um, and then... Uh, a group of them detach and land on the observation deck. And uh, Ched, you recognize the leader here as Zeka Creel, the Eric Cochran chieftain. That was quick. Well, they were I expecting mean, you. Yes, I just I figured there would be like <laughs> bureaucracy. We're we far ahead. <laughs> yeah. And we're a pretty small um, population. Yeah. This is like, I don't think Tarjax understands like how druidic society works. So he's just so used to the trappings of like oh, shitty ooh, human ooh. bureaucracy where it's like, okay, take a number. We'll get to you in three to seven business days. He's we like, oh yeah, that's signal. how life works. Then the signal and then it was just smoke signals after that. Like, yeah. 
It's also probably kind of a big deal to have a massive tree ship park on there. And it's actually not common for an Eric Cochran to be a druid. Yeah. Actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just all the druids were wearing, uh, or all the Eric Cochrans were wearing wooden armor. So I was like, oh, they. I mean, that's because they can't touch metal. And it's available and. And yeah, stone doesn't than, fly like, very well. Lighter than leather, though. Do you, it is do you if you work the wood correctly. Around here that you can make leather out of goats. <laughs> anyway. Jesus. Zeka, Zeka lands on the observation deck and he says, Welcome to Cloudtop Erie. I thank you for your offer of assistance. We will we have much to discuss. And I think that's probably where we'll stop for tonight. So uh, I've been Joe, your dungeon master for this exciting adventure. I hope everybody's ready for Ched's character arc. Yay! Ched's I Ched Ched is clearly excited. Ched Ched does not want to be here, but that'll that will become. Clearer. We'll get there. Yep, we'll get yep. there in due time. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> Dragging he... people through their arcs is what we do best. We did it for Des. <laughs> That's yes. true. Yeah, kicking and screaming. So. No, Daniel. Daniel enjoys uh, Eric Cochran and. Uh, this this whole situation very much, but Ched does not because and... he's the long lost prince. No, he's not. <laughs> what did you hear? Did you hear the chieftain's last name? I like he's to not. think. Well, I I would not be surprised if both Terajux and Waffle have been laboring under this delusion the whole time. <laughs> Terajux and who? And Waffle. Oh, <laughs> mostly Terajux, partly Waffle. Well. Anyway, Eric, yeah. we'll explore this okay. in our next yeah. our next thrilling adventure. Um, so, I've been Joe. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean. Is that all of them? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Christopher. Our... Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club, and joining me for this adventure today, we had... Daniel playing Ched Fleek, who is excited to be home. Kale playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and Falrock didn't ruin the Teleferous with the Urkel Circle. It was actually <laughs> a good idea. Yet. I'm Matt, who plays Leyland, and still a little disappointed to not wear the Urkel Circle. <laughs> I'm Waffle, and my Sky Warrior name is Thunderstrike. No, no, it's not. That's so racist. No. <laughs> it's, it's like the worst. <laughs> Just the worst. Thanks yeah, for not... joining us. What? Okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>